Welcome to the Mission Driven Life Podcast. Our mission is to set the world ablaze with the missions of leaders, created by warrior leadership. Hey guys, welcome to the Mission Driven Life Podcast. This is episode 215. Glad you guys could be here today. Glad that you guys can take a moment out of your day, especially on kind of a semi-holiday day, to really dive into your leadership here. You know, when we come at you every day with tons of value on leadership, mission, with leaders that are driven, that are focused, that are pushing their missions forward into the world, especially people with strong pet purposes. Now, I'm super excited to introduce to you a guest that we have onto the podcast today, who is a serial entrepreneur and a top hip-hop artist. Maybe you guys have heard his tracks. Maybe you guys have heard his music. You know, maybe you found it on YouTube or send me some other channels as well, maybe Spotify. You can find his great music mixed in with some of Grant Cardone's music, sales training. And if you guys ever have taken sales, uh, Cardone University, it is one of the best sales training in the world. And what Christian does is he combines both of them into one to help you make money with your sales. Basically what this is, he's been 10 years self-employed with multiple business ventures closing big ticket deals and he's actually an award-winning home builder and tv reno expert so if you're watching right now please drop a comment let us know that you're here because if you put a comment down below more people will watch but thank you for being here today christian Appreciate thanks it. for having me buddy i'm just giving it a share so my friends and family and anybody else wants to tune in and would not normally get a chance to, to know who you are um, can can get a chance to meet you too. So thanks for having me, man. I, do, I really do appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, anytime, anytime. Appreciate you. Well, I, what I wanted to talk to you today about in the next couple minutes that we got together, Christian, is your mission. And what I want, what I know, a lot of people want to learn about is Christian's mission, especially in music, right? Okay. Yes. Tell tell us more about that. I'm curious. Uh, so. I've been making music for uh, probably about 10 years now. It all kind of started as a joke when I moved to Toronto the first time. Um, I moved actually to get away from some bad situations that I was in. You know, we've all kind of been there. We grow up, we have a past. And uh, as a result of moving there, I, uh, I ended up writing songs as a joke back to my buddy. They were mostly hip hop comedy songs. I wanted to be a stand up comedian, but I time I sat down to try and write something I couldn't do it I just wasn't there like good at making people laugh but not good at writing something to make people laugh but really good at poetry I used to hand it in for extra marks in English class all that kind of stuff right so um started as jokes and then kind of evolved into you know, the freestyle that sort of stuff um and then you know as a result of being in business and recording music and taking some risks and meeting people networking and um, I got hooked up with the studio in Toronto and ended up moving here to come and do some marketing for them. We got some pretty cool feedback going on. Can you hear it on your end? Huh? You, okay. Never mind. Something was going like wavy and weird. I was just, it stopped as soon as you talked. So that's good. All right. So anyway, back to it. I moved here to do the music and marketing and then I got here and they basically said, well, you can't do music and do the marketing. You got to pick one or the other. And I was like, well, I'm going to make music can't stop being creative. That's kind of what I moved here to do. And unless you're going to pay me now, like I'm going to keep doing it. Right. So I was doing that. I've actually got over 270,000 plays on a site called number one music.com. Wow. Checking it out. Um, 
so that's a good place to do it that's more like the dancier stuff that i used to do dance comedy hip-hop that sort of stuff but my new thing is what you were talking about. as a result of a couple of business ventures i had to learn how to sell things i uh did the rentals on the listed and they move stuff happens like here's what it is punches right so through that i found grant followed him for years didn't really came for any of his content books like just watching youtube stuff like everyone else that's usually how people hear of them and everyone doesn't like them and then meet their best friend everyone's favorite uncle right um uh, yeah i decided as a result of the the ambassador program showed up and it just kept showing up in my mailbox so i said all right let's try this out i'm gonna do it and then i'm gonna find out what the 10x thing is really about i'm gonna make the song called the 10x anthem that was the whole thing the reason i signed up for last year's ambassador program why am i here Right. Um, that, I like the importance of sales and what sales really is, what the commission really is, how like, people. Um, one of the homework assignments that's to teach the rest of the class. You thought part of how the lesson so far was going to be right. So I uh, I decided to turn it into a song, and the song was called "Road to the Sale" because the road to the sale is the most important part. It's where you go from the beginning to follow up. Literally, step by step, one to thirteen, all the steps that you need to go from. Hey, my name is Christian. What can I get you some information on to the follow-up phone call? Like, kind of guide you right through the process and everything you've got to get. Um, from there, it just turned into I can really do something like this. People are having actually success from Frank Cardone's training and getting hyped up by the music. So I'm making a ten-song album that's literally. Step-by-step um, -step reminders, training, things you need to know, like Speed Finger is about your battle plan for the day. Road to the Sale is the road to the sale. F-bombs is about effective follow-up. Uh, the 10X Anthem is like that hype one. Um, it's not yeah. even the best song, but it was the one that I knew was going to get Grant's attention. Um, and it did. So here we are. That is crazy, man. I, I, I was listening to the 10X Anthem earlier today. And I was really vibe into it. It was like very like, uh, well, I seen the videos, especially with Grant. Like it was actually, it was like a Grant video. I started with like a Grant video. So, fun fact, the, the people that made that video, this, so this, when I say shit happens, sorry, I don't mean to swear on your podcast, but like yeah. it happens. If I can give anyone anything, it's that it's going to happen. It's going to be right on your face. You got to wipe your eyes off and just keep moving. So the, the producer, yeah that video the guy that got all that content organized it that's my lips on his mouth that's why it looks so weird they they transposed my face onto his face essentially so it's him in the videos and it's my mouth moving um yeah that's the, the, actually the the producer and director of uh, a very popular tv show for like 12 seasons on hgtv and w network um that did it for me and one of his partners um the day we filmed the lips the dude bent over to get something while they were unloading groceries or something and i don't know how it happened but his wife ended up smacking him in the back of the head with the car door gave him a concussion he ends up in the hospital he's not allowed to look at a computer screen and we have like four days to make the video before growth con three that was like the deadline oh man to the last minute important lesson i don't know if i've learned it yet but i'm going to throw it out there for people smarter than i am um, but yeah, so I mean that happened. The guy ended up pulling it off. It looks weird, just weird enough to maybe work. Um, but yeah, 
Wait, wait. So this, the guy you're talking about is, is he's the video editor or the producer? <laughs> so he was the producer and director of uh, the show that I worked on. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say it for whatever reasons, but I worked on uh, a very popular home reno show in, in Canada for, for only one season, but he was doing it for 12 seasons. And then they moved to the States and uh, he decided it was too much travel and went his own way. But yeah, really good dude. Um, were like, you on that show? I, I'm trying to remember that show, man. I, there's a show that I, I think I recognize you from. It's a renovation, something about renovations. I don't know. Well, I was on Love It or List It, so if I get him in trouble, I'm sorry, Matt. He's super talented. Um, but yeah, no, he helped me out, and uh, that was on a whim. So Grant said, work your power base. I was on my way home from losing a deal one day, and I decided to give a finger flick through my Rolodex and call the first person that it landed on, and it happened to be that dude, and I called him to see what was up, and it turned into a pretty good relationship, and now I'm trying to feed him some business, and he's helping me work on some stuff to get the music rolling, and wow really that's that's super curious so what i'm just really interesting of like what's christian's big motivator behind creating all this music like what's driving the bus um a i love music uh i love making music i love making people dance laugh um i used to call myself hip-hop's ellen because i love making people laugh dance all that stuff um nice since i figured out like, I got myself in some pretty bad spots trying to chase this music G- dream. Not, like, in crime or that kind of stuff, but, like, I took over a 5,800-square-foot warehouse to create a fantasy factory for the, all the artists that I met here in Toronto. And up until yeah. recently, I blamed them because they didn't take it serious enough to pay me 150 bucks to rent out the whole space and help me build this thing. But realistically, I did a piss-poor job of really explaining to people what I was trying to do and create the movement behind it, right? Um, but as a result of that, you know, I took on a partnership that I thought was going to be fruitful. It didn't turn into be fruitful. And then I'm even further the year after than I was the year before trying to get out of that situation. Right. So when I finally was like, okay, enough is enough. A, I listened to Grant Cardone's content and I took a job opportunity. So I'm, I am self-employed, but I work for a company full-time sales. Um, and I was like, you know what, let me deep dive into this content the worst that's going to happen making this 10 X Anthem is it works and people download it and love it. But if it doesn't work, I'm going to learn how to increase my income. Like I have nothing to lose here. It's a thousand bucks, free ticket to growth con. Let's just do it and see what happens. Um, and what happened was a year later, uh, like the results of that program, my sales increased by over 400,000 for the year. At a time where last year we had a green on rebate where the government was giving people up to five grand a house in windows. So the leads were like just craziness. So this year that didn't happen anymore. Everybody that was, you know, buying bought last year. And I, in that environment where everybody else, like our top guys sales dropped by almost half and mine went up by 400 K. So those kind of things get but when I was in a situation where I'm like 40k in the hole what the hell am I going to do we're all stressed and I can take it to a positive situation where now we're looking to invest in some things and trying to figure out how to make money work because we know next year is going to be even bigger than this year was Um, and smart plays so that we're not wasting everything that we did over the last two years to get ourselves in a better position so I want to be able to help people 
even if that's possible in a way that not only motivates you to do it while you're working out or driving to the office, like things that you're doing every day, when you're listening to music, you could be figuring out how to make money and programming your brain so that when you're in front of people and you're making that sale, you're like, okay, they said this, this is what I got to say. Cause there's going to be one on how to close one on rebuttals. There's the, there's the ones that I talked about. So I don't want to give it all away, but it, it'll definitely change some lives. Hey, that's powerful, man. It, can I pre-order? Can I pre-order some coffees? Or? Absolutely, you can. I'll I'll give you the first ten to hand out at your your next thing, and then uh, I'll let you pre-order as many as you want after that. All right, cool. Yeah, we got tons. I got tons of young guys. They follow Grant. Mm-hmm. They need to listen to your music. For sure, they do. Yeah. They yeah they want to listen to that track. Now I'm super curious. So we we talked about your music. We talked about your mission a little bit. But I'm really curious because I know one of the things we talk about here in our podcast is like the change you want to create in the world. And we kind of touched a little bit about that, about helping salespeople, you know, empowering salespeople, um, giving them the tools. But your mission, so with you talking about your mission, wanting to help them, what are you doing daily to help move your mission forward, especially at 10X Mission? Not enough. I guess would be the real answer. Um, like I just looked at the numbers today and I think on YouTube, I'm just over 2000 views now, uh, which is a lot lower than I would like to see, you know, in all fairness, uh, I'm finishing the album. So I'm trying to take a little bit of time to do that. I wanted to have the album done by last growth con, but year that it took me to actually put the energy into this thing is going to be worth it. Right. So I, I put the energy into doing the things that were required to, do better in a failing landscape, if that makes sense, right? When your leads are cut in half and everyone else is feeling the pinch, what am I doing every day? And it's training. It's, you know, I don't write my goals down as much as I should, but I write them as, down as often as I can. Yeah. I got to own up to that. You know, it's not twice a day every day, you know, so that's something that I should do better. But as far as what I am doing, um, I'm continually networking. I'm continually investing in myself and in my knowledge. I'm trying to make myself better as a person so that when I'm telling people what they can do, it's proven. It's not just me empty word. Like I didn't just take in the info and go, okay, here it is and sell you something. Right? Yeah. People out there. I wanted there to be some weight behind it. Um, so that's what I've done. Uh, and now I'm, I'm hooking up with people like the producer that I'm using. He's fully behind the project he's producing the entire album he's produced stuff for like uh, he's got credits on snoop dog bubba sparks royce to five nine uh and a couple other big names so it's networking it's it's paying the money to be in vip at GrowthCon. you know this time i'm going diamond because it's the only place that makes sense i mm. as far as i know i'm supposed to perform at the event i'm working on solidifying all the details of that whole situation seriously um, yeah man it pays to pay. It pays to play, man. Or yeah, you, when you when you pay to play, it works. Like uh, when I went to boot camp in Miami, I ended up in a closed room. So I joined this year's mentor program just to get in the room for that private Q and A. And because I had lunch with some dude who was smart enough to ask where Grant was sitting, he stopped me on my way to the far end of the table and sat me three feet from Grant. So I was able to in his face and be like can i go next please 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 after an hour the dude's like all right here's the microphone when it's about to end and the whole meeting ends on him listening to the 10x anthem and agreeing to put it out and asking to perform a growth con now since then you know how hard grant is to reach and every one of his gatekeepers is like 
Uh, <laughs> sure he did, right. Big Diesel, is it? Like, hey. you know. Um, so uh, every day I'm just trying to like make sure that I'm talking to people like you, making the moves. And if I waste a day where I'm like, oh, I don't want to do anything. And then it's four o'clock and I didn't do as much as I wanted to do. I ask myself, what is that one thing I can do today that's going to make the difference tomorrow? Who can I talk to right now? Because it's always a who, as Grant always says. Who can I talk to right now that's going to make a difference as far as what I'm trying to do here and what I'm trying to accomplish? And today it was reaching out to people that can help me with stage performance, tours, getting my music out there, creating an audience. Because um, as much as I have 270,000 plays on one site, that's only one site. And my YouTube is hurting, and that's one of the most popular sites on the planet for taking in content like this, right? Um, so now I'm reaching out to people that can help me with that and figuring out who is best suited to do it. Um, so it's just the steps, the step-by-step -step and, and realizing it's not gonna happen now. It's gonna take a minute. You gotta figure out those steps and then go all in on them. That's fair, yeah, you're, you're totally right. I actually do want to cover that part in a little bit about how you got, how, how you got the attention of an influencer. <laughs> So maybe we can cover that for a bit, but if you ever do want to perform out in Calgary, I don't know if the Calgary is the scene that you want to be in, but the music scene out here is cool. I know some people if you want to learn connect both here. So the cool thing about the, the hip hop community in Canada is it's pretty tight knit, but the problem with the hip hop community in Canada is that it's so tight knit that it's only performing for each other. Uh, so like, performing at all these events, um, it's not going anywhere. Like it's a bunch of talented people that I met, like super talented people, more talented than me than I would even say uh, in a lot of cases, right? Yeah. I really rallied behind. Like right now on the album, I got a feature with a dude that would be Eminem talented. Like, I was just like him, super dope. You know, wow. he won the BET Cipher last year at uh, at the Staples Center. I got to get a feature with that dude. I met him eight years ago at a little Sergeant Pepper show in Ajax. Like it's, it's like a community, but people that don't have an avenue and don't know what to do. So I'm like, okay, how can I help these people? Taking over that warehouse didn't do it. That was supposed to be like for fashion shows, performances, and all the things that we're talking about doing another yeah. location. Do it here and create like a home base so that we can all work together and, and create, right? So, um, but it's hard to get, you know how hard it is to get people all on the same page. Like everyone's dealing with their own things and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I would be glad to come out there and perform. Actually, my sister lives out that way. I'm actually from Alberta. I'm from Cold Lake. I used to train pilots on the Air Force Base. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But I would be down for it for sure. I'll, I'll definitely uh, plan a visit out that way and see what we can do. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Now, it looks like we have about 14, 9, 14 people like here in our feed right now listening and tuning in. I want to thank you guys for being here. Maybe you're friends with, um, maybe you're friends with Christian. Maybe you're friends with Melissa. Maybe you're friends with one of us here. Uh, but I will appreciate that you're here. If you are watching us right now, please drop any comment down below or any questions that you have for Christian uh, or for actually Big Diesel. I got to call him Big Diesel. That's or, fine. Anyway. Just don't call me Chris. My mom will lose it. <laughs> well, yeah, I would have hey. called Chris. I would have called him Chris. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching, please drop a comment down below and also give Christian uh, or Big Diesel a follow on YouTube. Check out the 10X Anthem because we're going to be diving deeper into how he got the attention of big influencers. So if you're a salesperson, if you're an influencer, you're a young entrepreneur, 
who want to level up, you're going to want to tune into the next second part of this podcast, which we're going to dive into how he made it happen and more of the, the, the why and the actions behind Big Diesel's movement here, right? So give them a follow, drop a comment down below, and we, we'd love to have you. And any, any comment really helps. But yeah, I'm super curious, man. I, I was really studying your, your process in, on Cardone You Connect in the group on how you get it and how you got all these people's attention. What, what do you think were your secrets and how you did that? Value first. You know, yeah. um, th- there's a certain me, me, me aspect to the whole thing. Like in order for me to deliver my message, I have to have the me factor. Like it, it's coming from first person's perspective. So um, I find that I, I, I come across a little bit me, 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 even when I'm posting, like when I read back my post, I'm like, how can I make that more about people that I'm trying to serve? Like the people yeah. that are from this product, the people that might potentially buy this thing. How do I do it? Give it to them free first. Right now, the four songs that I have out, Road to the Sale, Heed Finger, 10X Anthem to get you pumped up, and the follow-up song. Those four songs right there are enough to change your life. If mm. you listen to these songs every day when you're working out on repeat, it's literally Grant Cardone on steroids in your system. Yeah up stuff that'll get you moving and grooving while you're doing the other things that you've got to get to like i listen to so much great cardone content honestly like my stack of notes is like ridiculous like i dare you to find somebody with more listening hours in the last year and a bit than me other than yeah. his dudes that have been with him for as long as they've been right um but that doesn't mean anything because i didn't get to act on it so the way that i built the audience is uh, in the last one, I was doing it with direct messages, trying to reach out to people. Hey, check this out. I don't know if you know about this, this, that, and the other. Gained enough people going, hey, this is actually pretty decent to go, hey, you need to check this out. This guy's actually decent. When you tell people that you rap, they're like, uh-huh, all right, another white rapper. Tenzi can rap. Like, in Toronto, there's a million of them. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> How do you differentiate yourself? You provide a product that works, and then you get proven results and people saying, Hey, I listened to the song today and I actually sold two more cars. Like that's how it works. Right. So proven results, value first and, and coming from a place where it's actually trying to help people. Not, it's not about me. Like even when I was down at the boot camp talking to Johnny, I said, look, Johnny, if you got to make somebody else make this album in order for you guys to put it out, somebody with more leverage than me, more popular than me, I'm okay with that to get credits on it and get paid for it. However you guys see fit. At the end of the day, it's more about making sure that this content gets into people, the same people that said they learned English through hip hop. If you can learn all the bad shit through hip hop, you can learn some really good stuff through it. And I'm trying to give that and something that will actually change your life, not be good to one another. I mean, obviously, that's what you're supposed to do anyway. Be a good person. Yeah. And do these things and it'll change your life. How do you want to be rich? Or you want to talk about it or do you want to, you want to do it? These are the steps. Here you go enjoy go make some money and then tell people about it 100 percent. i totally agree with that getting that value up front is super important but like like i'm curious about like i know being young and i know there's a lot of young people that that's that's part of our audience that watch this is like sometimes we want it now and what if we what if we're at that point where like i know because i'm the same way i'm impatient what if i just want it now or maybe what i wanted now what advice would you tell that impatient entrepreneur hungry guy or girl would you tell life is a series of nows and tomorrow never come 
right? So it's impossible to have what you want now until that moment happens, right? So realize that now it could be a day away or it could be 10 years away, but if you're focused on it or something bigger than whatever it is that you want to achieve, eventually it's going to come. So you need a little bit of patience, but at the same time, you need that kick in the ass saying, okay, how am I going to reach these? And which is why Grant always talks about setting 10x goals and taking 10x actions, because if you put 10 times effort in, or 10 times more effort in than you actually think that you need to, the chances that you're going to hit your baby targets increased by 100% or more. Like, you know, it's crazy. The, the return on investment for the program is, is ridiculous. I'll just say that right now. Like, if you, if you were thinking about investing in Grant, do it. Uh, I will say that. As far as the now now factor goes, if you want now, you got to work harder, but you got to also work smarter, um, and realize that not every action is a smart action, and you know take some take some account of your time, I guess. Um, like I catch myself all the time wasting time. I'm trying to figure out how to turn those wasted minutes into productive minutes. You know, sometimes it pisses people off too. You're gonna have to just deal with that because you're in a room with people and they want you to pay attention to them and you're like nah I just gotta do this one last oh yeah and just this one other thing that I gotta like if you're not doing that one other thing you can't expect to have anything now okay are you like are you talking about like the tough situation the tough thing you gotta do or what do you what do you mean well just like uh, as far as well you asked what about the people that want it now everybody wants it now like if you don't do that one next thing like that one thing that's gonna bring you closer to that goal now will never come yeah. You're only in now. So if now is the moment that you're sitting on your couch playing video games, which I did a couple of days ago, almost the whole day, it was awesome. You need to take time for that. But you also need to let that shit go. You can't let that hold you back because if you spend a day dwelling on the fact that you wasted a day playing video games, you're no further ahead than you were. You're actually two days further behind than you would have if you just took that game. Yeah. Video games, right? Um, yeah. That's what I would say to the young guys is just like, if you have a passion, follow it. If you don't have a passion, find a way to make some money and get commission coming in because commission is the best way to make money. Like it's the only way to multiply your income. That's fair. Like when I know a lot of people don't really see that. Though. You know, a lot a lot of people don't see it. They don't think like salespeople like us that are like, hey, what's the next deal? What help me get some cash flow, right? Mm -hmm. But then there's some people I know they want comfort and they want, oh, I want the I want a base pay, right? I want a base pay. I want a guarantee. Right, I don't want an hourly wage. So like, like transferring that mindset, right, can be kind of a tough. Mm -hmm. Like how did you switch that mindset from you having to be this to that? Daily, it's, it's hard and then I haven't fully, like full transparency, we're, we're all human. Like some days I wake up and I'm like, what am I doing? Like before I hop on your podcast, you sent me that email about you're going to talk to me about what my mission is. And I had to ask my wife, I said, baby, what's my mission? Like if you, if you had to explain to me or somebody about me, what my mission is as the person closest to me, what is it? Right. <clears throat> I don't know where I was going with that. What was the question again? <laughs> no, no, no. But that was an interesting, like, that was an interesting point. I was asking you about changing your mindset, but then you're well, talking like it's it's doing it the days that you don't want to do it it's it's waking up and listening to grant when you're so sick of hearing his voice that you're just like dude right that was yeah. the other reason why i wanted to do this kind of music is because i know i have those moments where listening to the 10x rule or closer survival guide for the fifth sixth time is not what i want to do today 
I can jam out, I can get moving, I can get my body pumped up. And then I'm like, okay, well, I listened to the follow-up song three times. I better go do some follow-up, right? So it kind of just bridges that gap. And that helps me too, having that tool to, but having it to myself doesn't do anyone any good. So knowing that information keeps me moving forward as well, right? Um, you know, despite the setbacks, but now I got a bigger why. I got a baby coming in in February, due on my birthday. I got the album coming out in February. Like all mm -hmm. these things. One thing Grant always says is like, plan your events to pull yourself forward. Sometimes life's events are pre-planned, like the baby coming. Now all of a sudden I need to be in a situation where I can provide for another human. Like it's no longer just me and the wife. There's a third person here and I want her to have a better life than I had. Right? How do I make sure that's possible? That's pulling me forward. So it's it's choosing a series of events that's going to pull you forward and just focusing on those 10x targets. Um, it, it just daily, 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 daily. And then as you're not so much focused on the training aspects of it, you're more focused on the life aspects of it. Okay, how do I take what I learned yesterday, apply it to today so that today becomes easier? How do I take the lines that I learned yesterday, use it in my process today so that today I have bigger wins than yesterday and that keeps pulling you forward. You need wins, like, but you need to learn from your losses too. You need to learn from them quicker or learn from other people's losses like mine. You know, I made some pretty big mistakes along the way. Um, I had a fencing company that fell apart. I had a barn door company. I did 300 grand in sales and never had anything to show for it. Award-winning home builder and no money. Like when you're working 20 hours and only making 200 bucks at the end of the day, it wasn't worth it. Yeah. So, you know, just figuring out smarter things to do with my time, um, making some huge mistakes, falling flat on your face, and then realizing it doesn't matter how deep you fall, sometimes the bottom to bounce off of is the best thing that could happen to you. Uh, yeah, I, I feel that. Right? What, what would you say is the one thing you learned about your leadership? You, like, Big Diesel as a leader, the leader of his world, maybe the leader of the team, of his business. What, what did you learn about leadership during your whole time? Uh, even people that support you are going to fight you. <laughs> you need yeah. to, you need to be strong enough in your belief in yourself, uh, and your mission and your goals, the things that are important to you to help pull them along. You need to understand that people have their own truth and their own experiences. What's happened to you defines who you are until you don't let it. Right. Um, so like I've been with my wife almost nine years now, we've only been married for two or so i think right yeah, anyway all that aside, <laughs> did you just have to look over at her <laughs> in another room she can't see <laughs> but it's finding somebody that will forgive those kinds of things right like she knows who i am and that's the, you know it's connecting with people like there's so many different things right um but what, what makes me a leader i don't know if i'm a leader um but i'm going to keep trying to help people as long as i can if that's something then then that's, that's who I am as a person. I don't know if that makes me a leader or not, but I, I want you to succeed. Like if I can give you that one piece of information and you can turn around 10 years ago and say, hey, Christian, you made me a million dollars. I just didn't know it for 10 years. That's cool. I'm cool with that. Like at the end of the day, I want that for everyone. Yeah, love that. So, you, so I, I heard you say you're, you're not sure if you're a leader. That's what I heard you say. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not a leader until somebody makes you one, right? Like you, you can step up and you can try and lead people along the way, but you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a dream. Does that make you a leader because you're holding the rope? I, 
I don't know, does it? Like, I need, I need, it's only 2,000 people. Who am I leading? I'm not leading anybody. I'm, I'm following somebody that's going to, in turn, help me help more people. So will I become a leader? Am I a leader now? I, I know that there's some people at the office that would maybe consider me that, but at the same time, there's a whole bunch of people that are mad at me, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, Grant Cardone, 10X, this training, you know, you know, but now the changes are happening. That stuff's going to be mandated into the, into the, into what they got to do, right? It's not my fault. We were taken over by a multi-billion dollar company. They care about that stuff. Yeah. So now, now I'm going to be actually in a position where I can help them a little bit more behind the scenes. Um, and maybe become a leader or more of a leader, right? Um, well, well, you know what? What's really interesting, though, because I know people, you said people are mad and you're not sure if you're a leader if people are mad, but I know that's the clearest sign that you are a leader, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the clearest sign. When someone's hating on you, mm-hmm. criticizing or clashing, because I know you said earlier, you're like, yo, I, when people su- will fight me even though they support me, that's leadership. In my own opinion, I see that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I, I mean, I wouldn't be on this podcast if you didn't see something. Let me ask you, why did why did you bring me on this podcast? Truth be told. Uh, I seen you doing big things. I seen you standing up. But what moment was it? What what grabbed your attention enough to say, you know what? Let me grab Big Diesel. Let me grab Christian. Get him on my podcast. What was that moment for you? That moment, I think for me, was when I seen you on Card on You. And I seen when you started. I remember when you started when like 10x ambassador 2018 19 yeah 18 19 yeah i remember that and i I just remember your evolution of when you talked about it and then how your your mission grew like it like snowballed Mm -hmm. and then i seen that post of you in grant's office and you pitching it to him and you staying focused like a fucking tunnel tunnel vision dude that that was what got my attention you know what the craziest part about it all is if I can share this with your people is you never know which opportunity it is that's going to lead to your opportunity. So mm-hmm. when I went down to Miami, I went to the boot camp. I had absolutely no intention of joining the mentor program again. I had absolutely no intention of pitching. And then I yeah. got there and I'm like, I'm in Miami. I'm going to be surrounded by this dude's people for three days. If I don't try and get some people behind this anthem, I'm an idiot. Right. So I was like, okay, what do I got to do here? So I was the only person at the event that took their name tag and wrote something on it. So I wrote big diesel in big letters, 10X Anthem, check it out on YouTube, on my name tag. So anybody that talked to me is obviously going to look down at the only different name tag in the room gets their attention. Yeah. Talk to people, network with people. You know, like the people that are there are there because they want to do better in their life. And the people that are sitting a further row up than you are doing better than you are, typically right or they're spending their last dollar to see what kind of people they can meet in those situations um so it's it's a matter of figuring out the 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 actions and then just jumping so that being said i went and i talked to dave robards about um um i just went to introduce myself to him (laughs) before we got out of the air the cool dude has the ability to turn any conversation about anything into a reason why you need to either join their mentor program or this that or the other right so i was like but dude i got this 10x anthem that i keep trying to talk to you about and i need to leverage this thing like regardless of what the outcome is i'm probably going to end up joining this thing anyway but i need you to help me figure out the best way to do this so that i get get to do it now dave killed it 
on the boot camp stage. Like he was dropping bombs the whole time. However, in that sales process, he didn't get me to commit. Had he told me that I could get into a room with Grant Cardone, I would have signed up in a heartbeat. Because as soon as I seen everybody coming in from the first day's lunch meeting from the Q&A, I was like, where did those people come from? Somebody was like, the, the private Q&A for the mentors, I went and I signed up and immediately. I went and talked to Joe Mazenga, who in 15 minutes, we're going to be on a phone call with in Melissa Jackson's uh, accountability group, right? So now oh, I get wow. to talk to that dude and thank him for that and, and that sort of stuff. So you never know what opportunities are going to be what. And I was sitting beside the dude that I had lunch with the entire morning we said hey how you doing to each other that was as far as the conversation went it wasn't until we were sitting in the lunch line that we were like hey you want to sit together you were the guy next to me right this dude just sold a newspaper he used to sell 200 houses a week through his real estate team wow. and when we go into the meeting he's the dude that grabs me on the shoulder says christian sit here grant's gonna sit here and i'm gonna get his attention when the meeting starts grant does his little spiel as soon as the microphone is about to be passed, well, we're going to start the Q&A now. This dude in Grant's face, as close as you and I are in the screen, hey, 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 hey. You know how Grant is about the hey, 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 get attention. Yeah. Right in his face, gives him the microphone instantly, right? So that right there gets his eyes on this side of the room, and he closes him on bringing money in from the south, right? bringing it in from Mexico and Venezuela, and the fact that he has 200 houses a week, like he's the dude, you could do it. Grant's like, yeah, done. Let's go. Right. I was like, oh, it's going to be that kind of party, is it? So that's why I was like, can I go next? Can I go next? Can I go next? Can I go next? And like, his people are ignoring me because obviously I have a plan. <laughs> oh, you're your beast. Like even Sherry Innes, Sherry Innes, she's like, Christian, if you're going to go in there, please don't ask about the, the music and that sort of stuff. So she's trying to stop me. So like all of his gatekeepers are going to like, and this, these are the things that you're going to run into it. The fact of the matter is all those people are now supporters. Like anybody that actually takes it, you can turn people into supporters from where they start. You're not going to find everybody where, and you're not going to know what opportunity it's going to be. And all of a sudden it's going to present itself. Like if you're focused on your target and your, your mission, your goals, the things that you need are going to pop up. They're going to just kind of fall somewhere into place. And it's going to be at a house that I knock on to sell them some windows. Like, yeah. I'm in houses with Netflix producers and all sorts of different things. Like the people I meet through the sales community are going to turn into big things down the road. I don't even know what they are, but I'm excited about doing it every time I meet one of them. Oh my goodness, you're a business owner. Let me tell you about Grant Cardone and what he's done for my life. So yeah. I'm giving them value before I even try and sell them the windows. Like before you're I door to door, you're doing door to door. Is that what you're doing? No. So I, I worked for Brock doors and windows. It's the number one window company in Ontario. Yeah. Um, and they, they put me in three to four houses a day um, to go and sell people stuff. So I don't have to worry so much about filling my own pipeline, yeah. but I was smart about that. So that's another thing is like, I was doing it all before myself, trying to do it, working so many hours. Grant Cardone is like, there's more millionaires made working for somebody else than yourself. When by pure chance, the wanted ad for this company popped up in my ad, I researched him and then I made the phone call. I don't have an updated resume before I updated. This was what I bring to the table. I'm interested in working for you. Would you have me if I wanted to come check out my barn doors? This is what I did, right? So that was the phone call to the dude. He calls me back and says, are you sure you want to join here? So that right there, and then he starts telling me about what they're going to do, $2 million in advertising, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, $2 million in advertising? I don't even have 2000 in advertising. Like, I don't have 200 in advertising. I'm doing it on Kijiji, and I did what I can do 
if you're putting me into people's houses and I can build them a house, I'm going to make money whether it's windows or not. Right. So I took that opportunity and created multiple flows simultaneously on top of each other and any of the jobs that we were going to lose on price or lose because of time frame or lose for whatever reason, I offered other things and other solutions for them um, to keep my contracting company up and running. So like adding streams of congruent money to your income flows uh, is going to change the way you do things and also lead to other opportunities. Now there's some other things that I can't get into that are going to happen behind the scenes, but they're taking me serious as far as trying to help them fix a couple things that, that need to be fixed. Right. That's fair. Yeah. That's really interesting. I know we're kind of all over the place with our podcast, but I wanted to ask you this one thing, what you brought up about the flows and streams of income. Cause I know this can really equip people, especially in the new year. Mm-hmm. What do you, what are your thoughts on like following one stream of income and then going into another stream of income? Like, what are your thoughts? Should you commit to one or should you commit to 10? What do you think upfront, like as a new person? I'll say this, like there, there was some truth to those guys telling me that I couldn't do the marketing and do the music. Um, yeah. Easier to focus on one thing. Like if you, if you focus hundred percent of your efforts in one direction, you have a lot better chance of hitting it at one time. Now for me, I tried to keep everything united. So next year, um, when I'm hammering on getting the omnipresence in the community for the window business, I'm going to set it up so that Big Diesel also has the same kind of pull. So I've been trying to keep who I am as Big Diesel forefront in my mission selling the windows. So even though it's two completely separate things, I know Big Diesel is my brand um, and Big Diesel is what Big Diesel is, right? So eventually that's going to turn into another income stream while I work on this first income stream. So try and make sure that one feeds the other um, and it's sales, like I'm doing sales training now. So that's a whole nother thing. Like when I made the road to the sales song last year, it had been three years before, since I had picked up a microphone or recorded a track. Right. So like I wasn't even doing it anymore. I didn't focus on that stream. I was too focused on trying to get myself out of the hole that I dug myself in with that stream. Right. So me getting to sidetracked by trying to help so many people in the hip hop field and get hip hop big in Toronto, which it already is in, in a tight community. Um, I was more focused on that one stream. So it's a lot easier if you can focus all of your attention on one thing and focus on how to add flows to that thing. So I built homes. I got, I I mean, I screwed myself over. I was doing immaculate work for way too low of cost, but you you don't learn until you learn. Right. So um, I would say do the one thing, but look for opportunities to add to it as you go right so for me the windows and doors made sense because i can also do barn doors and custom furniture and build you a house and i can i can sub out these things i can do consulting like all these things that i can add as bonuses to the people i use those things as selling tools while i'm in their house to sell them windows if you need a contractor i know all the best people blah 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 and i can bring them in as future clients and build their next home right and you just upsell them as you're already there if they need it right if they need it yeah Yeah. no that's really cool because like um, I've actually tried doing that. I've actually gotten in trouble working for some people that are like, you're not supposed to sell that. You don't sell that. You know what I mean? So like, how did you get that, you know, that, that kind of buy-in from the company that like, yo, it's all good. Like, uh, Cause I was that person before I joined and that was the reason why they were like, yeah, you know what, maybe we should bring this guy in there. And when you're one of a few people that actually knows how the house is built, where the wiring, like, you know, all the intricacies of what makes a good home, 
and you've won awards doing that, you become an expert in that space. And when you've been on Love It or List It, you can walk into a person's place and say, yeah, I did the rentals on the TV show Love It or List It. Have you seen it? It's instant credibility. That is, that is, you're, you've been on TV. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you've seen my work on TV, season nine. Check it out, right? I'm actually going to check that out. And when I can jump off here, I'll Good luck. Like, if you can find it, let me know. Uh, they got that shit on lock and key. Ever since they moved, it's like, it was rerun central forever. And then before I was on the show now, now I can't find it anywhere. So if you find my face, let me know. Season, season nine, eh? <laughs> yeah, season nine or 10. I'm, I'm not sure kind of where it broke off, but we were in like two, three homes a week. We were doing it. We were finishing rentals in like three, four weeks, full rentals. Yeah. It was nuts, you know. It, that was a cool experience too. But, you know, as far as TV time, I'm like in between cutscenes. Like they're they're panning in between. Okay, this was the work, you know, carrying a sheet of drywall, whatever, right? <laughs> but take the opportunity that happened. To, I, if I can tell that story, you know how that happened. You know how I wound up on Love It or List It. Oh. So I was working for the custom builder, and he had a nice payday, and, and stopped looking for work for a little bit, and I felt the hurt. You know, uh, so I went on my own, did my own thing. I got this, I took this job staining a deck. So I, I this deck staining job for way less than it should be. She connects me with one of her friends for a referral. I'm doing this backyard project. Turns out this dude is a producer on a show for Omni 2 that actually highlights hip hop artists in, in Canada, but more of like South Asian or whatever um, kind of swing, but through talking to him he's like do you want to come on it so i ended up on tv on omni 2 um performing the the go leafs go anthem that i had done at the time hmm. anyway on my way to that job site one morning i'm having the absolute worst morning ever i'm in such a horrible mood i do not want to be there and i'm on my way to go dig in mud and i know that the end result at the end of the day is i'm not any further ahead i'm just more angry yeah. so I said, you know what i'm going to call the customer i'm going to say look I cannot come in today. I'll make it up to you. It's muddy. Let's figure it out tomorrow. On my way home, I stopped at Home Depot for no reason at all. I ran into Eddie from the show from Love It or List It. In the doorknob aisle of all places, I had no reason to be there whatsoever. Seeing that it was him, and I was like, is that him? Look back. He's wearing the shirt. Introduced myself. Hey, my name's Christian. I just want to say big fan. When I was taking care of my mom, we were watching your show all the time. I love it when you give it to Hillary. That stuff's hilarious. And he's like, oh, yeah, you like that too, right? So obviously I do watch the show, you know, and then I asked him, I said, look, if you don't mind me asking, like I, I build great homes and do all this stuff. Do you mind if I send you some pictures? And if you ever have a fill-in or somebody calling sick and you need somebody for a day, I'll call in sick and I'll come join you just so I can have that experience and tell people I did it. Hmm. Like, I want to be part of it. How did you get started? And he's like, well, it kind of fell into my lap, but yeah, send me your stuff. And I ended up running his cruise farm. So I became his foreman and, you know, just, you don't know what, what that opportunity is going to be or where it's going to pop up. Yeah. You got to have the courage to take it when it does. Right. I love your journey, man. Your journey was like this, this traveling, like just hearing how it evolved for you and how you like the footsteps you gave us today. You gave us some nice footsteps, like walking up a ladder to success. <laughs> It's what I'm trying to do. Like at the end of the day, it's not about trying to like get eyeballs and me being a famous person. In fact, I don't even want to be famous. Like that scares me. Um, so that's why I'm going for it. Like chasing your fears. That's one of his big things. If it scares you, that's probably the thing you got to do. Right. Yeah. So like the more I think about it, the more it terrifies me. Uh, but at the same time, I know I got to do it. So 
So that's why I'm doing it. And I, I appreciate the opportunity to, to share that mission with your people and, and drop little tidbits because those little things, like if you watch this again, you're going to pick up the little things that you maybe missed the first time. You're not the same person when you hear it again the second time, right? True. So it, it, as much as it was a little bit all over the place, I consider myself more of a, um, a guide on how not to F your stuff up. Uh, <laughs> I've done it enough times, to, you know, and I wanted to help as many people in a short period of time as we can. Yeah. I know you got to jump on and onto a mastermind in about a minute. Um, I want to thank you for all this value you've given the young leaders, the young warriors here, and maybe some of your friends that were actually tuning in today. Uh, really, especially Stephanie. Stephanie Dorwart was in the comments. Oh, I, the love. So. I was trying to stay present with you. I wasn't really paying attention to the comments, but uh, shout out to Matt as well and Melissa for all the help. You know, I got to tell you, I joined her group and, and this is important. I, I need to throw this out there. So Melissa Jackson Vogel is where she is on Facebook. Add her if she's not in your friends list. Uh, she's, she's a great resource. Now she's had her own list of adversities. I'll let you guys check her out. Um, yeah. But I joined her accountability group, even though truth be told, I found that she annoyed me as a person. Like, and I'll say that outright. I've told her that I, it, it's been part of the journey, right? But she inspired me, like for her to get over the things that she's gotten over in order to do the things that she's done and get the attention that she's got inspired me to do other things. Plus my friends are seeing results as being part of the program. So I joined, you know, regardless of, of the situation. And through the course of that time, now we're good friends and she literally helps people on a daily basis to achieve their goals and stay on target and all that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to kind of give her a shout out. I know you got your own accountability group as well that you're part of, or you were, or whatever it is, or that you follow. Um, but it's, it's important to stay on those kind of targets. I just wanted to give her a shout out because she's, she's actually helped quite a bit over the last little while. So, Yeah, check out Melissa Jackson. She's great. Uh, what is it? Power up? Power up accountability? Is that what it is? I think that's what it is, yeah. Very solid group. Very solid accountability group. You want to screw it up, right? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you for your time, Christian. I appreciate you being here. If you, guys, if, you, if you guys are tuning in here, now we have a couple people left. If you do have a question, feel free to drop that now. You've got a couple seconds left. Um, but if you guys want to follow Christian and the Big Diesel Movement 10X Anthem, how can we find you and follow your mission? Okay, so on the social media platforms, I'm at Real Big Diesel, R-E-A-L-D-I-G-D-I-S-E-L, so just like it sounds. Um, try to keep it consistent so you can find me on Twitter, but you won't find a lot of updated stuff. I'm going to change that. So I'm going to try and get a little bit more present on social media with all the stuff that I'm doing. Typically Facebook is the best way. So it's Christian Garfield on Facebook. If you're not following me or, or friends with me, go ahead and add me. Um, and, and mention Kevin so that I know who you are. I would love to, to connect with you all and help if I can in any way. I, I will definitely do that for your listeners. If they, if they want to take the time to reach out to me, I will, I'll take five minutes to, to see if I can help them, point them in the right direction, maybe tighten a pitch or something. Mm. Uh, I'll do that for your people as a thank you for having me on here. Um, if you want to check out the songs at Real Big Diesel on YouTube, um, and I'll also post a comment in the Facebook Live video. Um, I think Melissa already did, so thank you, Melissa. Um, and, uh, if you want to hear the old stuff, number one, music.com slash big diesel is, is how you can find that stuff. That's more of the dancier, upbeatier stuff. Uh, but it's not released. It's free download stuff there. So if you want to get jamming and have some free tuners, that's where you find it. Yeah. Number one music, right? 
Numberonemusic.com slash Big Diesel. Yeah. And you'll, you'll see, well, you can help me get back on the top of the charts. I've been on the top of the charts there a number of times for Dancing Canada. So that's pretty cool. It's, All it's right. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll just play a little bit of that music tomorrow when it's time for New Year's. And then I don't sure. Know. Actually, if you, if you want, I can actually send you uh, the background beat for the, the Road to the Sale. It's pretty cool as well if you want to use it for, for whatever. So thanks sure. again man, for having me. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to, to let people know about it and to, to spread my mission. Um, and hopefully I helped you uh, on yours. Man, you do help me tons, man. I'm going to be really looking, listening back, especially uh, the sales stuff and how you reach influencers. Cause I got to do the same paying to pay, paying to play is what I need to start doing more of actually. That's the scary part. And where do you start if you don't have the money to pay those people? Right. How do you get their attention in a way that adds value? Like, cause you don't always have to pay with your money. You can pay with your ability to get them a client with their, like there's, there's a million different ways that you can actually get the same results that you're looking for that don't cost you money, but they're going to cost you effort, time, energy, um, and, and the things that you want, but you know that better than anybody, right? Like paying I see you value. Then. You're saying paying with value either or you either got to pay with cash or pay with value. But if you don't have the cash, you either need to figure out how to get the cash and then do it. And then you don't have the cash anymore or figure out a way that you can get more cash and pay for it or figure out a way that you can do it without the cash. Yeah. Right. Those are the only three options that I can think of, but there's definitely ways to do it that don't require you to spend millions of dollars to get there. Um, but if you do the training and listen to my music and, and follow Grant Cardone and pay for Cardone, you, you can very easily figure out better ways to multiply that income. So you can pay for those opportunities. Like if I didn't pay for that ticket for the mentor program, I'm not sitting in that room. If I don't yeah. pay for the diamond upgrade to make sure that I can perform anywhere that they want me to, because I'm not at the VIP party and I sat at general admission, those opportunities aren't going to come. He's not going to want to align himself with somebody who's not willing to pay 10 grand for a ticket on giving sales advice to people that are trying to collect their next million, right? So you gotta know where you're at and you gotta figure out the best way to do what you gotta do. Um, but sometimes it's not even as much about the how, it's just about focusing on what that target is and trying to figure out creative ways to accomplish that same goal. That's fair, 100%, man. Awesome. All right, hey, I'm gonna, maybe I'll see you in Diamond, man. I'm gonna I'm I'm aim for that target, man. If you okay. can do it, do me a favor and promise me that if you're gonna buy it, uh, at least give Sherry the opportunity for the upgrade because I keep I keep bypassing her out of my situations because I'm constantly chasing this thing every time I'm in an opportunity to use the next purchase as a way forward. Um, she's usually not in the room, so she doesn't get the commission on it. I would love to see that chick get paid for everything she's done in that Cardone U community. Um, she's really done a great job. I just wanted to give her a shout out as well. Sherry, is that is she like the operations lady or the Facebook group person? Or is that not not Sherry the operations lady, Sherry the the Facebook group coordinator. Um, she also does sales for them. Um, oh. She's been bringing all the interviews or the the Q and A's at lunch with the with Grant's guys. Um, the amount of value that she's added to that group is just phenomenal. So I I would love to see her get a couple of sales out of the deal if she could. So Sherry Innes is her adder. Um, send her some money. Make yourself some more money. Um, it all pays itself forward in the end somewhere. <laughs> Just know that, right? Yeah. Cheers, brother. Thank you, Thank you so much for the for the call. Awesome, buddy. This is Mission Driven Life Podcast, episode two hundred fifteen, coming at you every day, daily, especially on my birthday. Glad oh yeah, buddy! I seen that. Happy birthday! I'm so sorry. I meant to say that right at the top of the show. Happy birthday! 
<laughs> no worries, man. You just forgot. It's all good, dude. Totally forgot. <laughs> again. There we go. All right, man. Have a good day, brother. Thanks. Have a good night. Thanks again. Thank you for tuning in. The mission of warrior leadership is to create a world of strength by building leaders, giving love, and taking action. Follow the warrior movement at truewarrior.ca. Have a great day. Stay strong.